Hey, I hope you're good. Just before we start this week's episode, we want to tell you about an absolutely spectacular, spectacular, <laughs> get my words out, spectacular, it's that good I can't speak, spectacular opportunity that we've got just for you. We are going to take on just seven women who want to build unstoppable confidence and gain control over food before Christmas in our one-time only six-week best of me transformation special. Yeah, so it's a super close coaching experience where we're going to personally coach you in close capacity to build unstoppable confidence and gain control over food in just six weeks without sacrificing social events or tracking calories. Sounds absolutely incredible. Now, we're going to choose the seven people based upon who we believe is going to get the absolute very best results and, of course, be the most fun to work with across the six weeks. So if you'd like some more details, DM one of us, either me or Jen, the word podcast... And we'll get the details across to you. And if you have been sitting on this one for a while, I'd take action quickly because one of those spots has actually already been snapped up before we put this out to the public. So you want to get on this one very quickly. Absolutely. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of dreams. I was ill last week, so we didn't do one. I'm very sorry because Phil doesn't, want to do one on his own which is understandable because I'm incredible and who we all know that I'm the real reason that you're all here so why would Phil do one on his own <laughs> or you just let me do one on my own now then <laughs> nodding for the record for the tape the uh defendant is the waste of space <laughs> it doesn't need to be is nodding the defendant. The defendant. No, that's not what it is, is it? It is. The. Not just said the name. The interviewee is nodding. I don't know, whatever. Oh. I've watched enough crime programs, I should know. I should know by now, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Phil, that was very offensive. I appreciate you and I appreciate you being here. And the podcast is about both of us, not just me. I am not a selfish little turtle. Oh, that bit was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offended, it's fine. Yeah, I had really bad IBS last week and I was curled up in a ball on the couch crying, so... Actually, uh, just to um, show my importance to this episode, I'm not going to upload it because Jen, <laughs> Jen doesn't know how to. So, I reckon I could figure it out. So basically, no one will ever I'll find that out. Right. <laughs> I'll leave you to it. I'll leave you to edit the podcast so that it makes sense and then I'll leave you to put it onto the, the platform and send it out at the right time. I am the one who tells you every single week what time to put it on. It's like a game. It's like, will it go on at the right time? No, because never. <laughs> I don't know why you don't just write down what time it is that we put it on at. Because then we won't be able to play the fun game of what time should we put it on for? <laughs> Basically, if, we're if we've not a, talked about it before. We use an American platform, so we have to work out the time difference to then send it out. <laughs> so it goes out on Monday or it ends up out on Sunday, which... So if you randomly get podcasts uploaded at different times, it's because we don't write it down and have to figure it out every single week and it's a like, mind. I think we're 11 hours. Oh, it could be anything Oh, today. no, the clocks have gone back. Who yeah. knows what time we put it on for now? Who knows? What a waste of... We need to cha- make sure that that changes because it won't be the same time as normal, will it? No, but we do put it on for like three in the morning so that it's ready for everybody waking up on a Monday morning. So it could be like two in the morning now or four in the morning. Well, you just pick a random time. You don't want them to be alerted at 7am every Monday morning. No, I want them to wake up and it's the first thing they see when they look at the phone. Yeah, but they get an alert, so like... I want it to wake them up in the middle of the night. <laughs> be alerted. I always get new podcast episode notifications just pinging on up. I'll tell you what, I'm going to do it for I... 
Do it for 7 a.m. 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah. Monday morning. Somebody message us and let us know if you got it for 7 a.m. or not, because that might help. I can tell you, because it'll come up on my Also, phone. just so you know, when I, you won't know this, because you don't go into the podcast data. This is listen worldwide, so how I'm supposed to put on for 7 a.m. in every country on the planet <laughs> is physically impossible. I can't do Still that. Still would like to know who our German listener is. Um, I, German listener, reveal yourself. We're getting all the programmes out today, aren't we? What was that? Um, the dating programme that Paddy McGuinness did. No like you, no like you. What was it called? Was that 20 women in one Reveal guy? yourself. Take yeah. me out. Take me out, that was it. Yeah. Did I tell you about my friend who stole my passport at uni to try and put me on to take me out? No, I'm glad that was at uni Because she thought that I would be funny because I'd be funny to laugh at because I'd say stupid stuff. That's lovely of her. I know. You should go on and see what happens. Okay. That was yeah. a great programme. Anyway. Yeah. Right, there is some podcasts this week. Somewhere. Some Some useful information somewhere in all of this. Fingers crossed. <laughs> we had Amy. If you don't know Amy... Amy is our mental health and wellbeing specialist. Yes. She is also Jen's... My best friend, chief bridesmaid. Works quite nicely, doesn't it? maid of honour, but yeah. I don't know what she is. Both. All right. (laughs) She gets lots of titles. Best friend, mental health and wellbeing specialist, maid of honour, chief bridesmaid. And do you know what? We're dead lucky, actually, because she is absolutely insane at what she does. And she Mm. does come in and do a little mastermind for us every month, doesn't she? Because... That's what I was saying, basically, yeah. Yeah, I know, but she's just dead good at what she does. And honestly, it astounds me every single day how great she is. She is. She's absolutely fantastic. And as Jen said, she comes in every single month and does a mastermind on something that is... (coughs) I'm so sorry. I couldn't stop it. This is incredibly unprofessional. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was one of those little tickly ones that was coming, whether I liked it or not. I'm not editing that. I've not got time to be doing things like that. I've got stuff to be doing today. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, she's absolutely fantastic. She's our mental health and wellbeing specialist. She comes in every month and either does like a open floor, come on and talk about mental health type thing where we all just have a very open and honest chat about how we're feeling right now, how our mental health is, how our wellbeing is. And then Amy, on the spot, comes up with some absolutely unbelievable strategies, one of which we're going to speak about today. Um, Or she comes on and speaks about a specific topic. topic. So we've got loads, um, absolutely tons, haven't we, on Mm -hmm. stress, low mood, anxiety. Um, There's a lost count. There's absolutely She makes a large part of the brain, of the body-brain belief, doesn't she? Yeah, huge. She does an incredible job. So on uh, Thursday evening, she told us about an absolutely incredible strategy that will help you to manage stress, low mood slash depression and anxiety. And it is absolutely incredible. And there's two reasons that we absolutely love Amy. Well, there's loads actually if she's listening. Mm-hmm. However, there's two main ones. Uh, when she's talking about mental health and wellbeing, reason one is because everything that she speaks about is backed by science. So it's not like mm-hmm. random ideas that she's just thought up off the top of her head. It's actual real things that have been studied and researched and have are scientifically backed that work absolutely incredibly well. And the second reason that we love when Amy comes on is because everything is really practical and simple. So it's stuff you can go and do. It's stuff you can actually go and apply and it's not going to take you kind of like years to like set up and plan. It's things that you could actually probably do and you'll probably have some light bulb moments on this episode right now just while you're listening to the podcast. So if you're out on a walk, if you're sat at home drinking a coffee or whatever it might be, you'll probably think up some things just on this episode without even going doing anything, which is really, really nice as well. Yes. So, do you want to tell everybody what it is, Jen? Because we've been yeah. digging it up loads, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Um, I'm going to give a bit of context behind how this came up as well first because um, we um, do a lot of work uh, like through our one-to-one coaching uh, on like 
overwhelm and managing overwhelm because we work with busy females and overwhelm is often one of the big barriers holding us back from achieving our goals. So we um, have a little strategy that we use called our stop, start and continue. I think we've actually done a podcast on this one. We have. So we definitely need to. Yes, we have. Um, if in you, fact, we've got a full training on that. So if anybody wants the stop, yeah. start, continue training, just drop us a message saying... Stop, start, continue. Something like that. We'll <laughs> yeah, um, but it's amazing strategy. Um, and Amy basically added another little layer to it. Um, so it, it, it was basically about categorising everything that you do into three different categories. Um, <laughs> I'm categorising it into different categories. All right, I'm, I see what you're laughing at. I understand. Give me a break. I'm here and I'm talking. You are. And I sometimes say words wrong. Mm. Don't laugh at me. I won't. You will. I won't. <laughs> Go on, Jen, a bit. What are they? Sorry. The categories. Um, the three categories that I'm categorising are achievement, connection, and enjoyment. And also known as the ACE strategy. ACE. Because it's, it's ACE. ACE. And because the words begin with ACE. <laughs> yeah. So achievement can be anything that gives you a feeling of achievement like of doing something of getting something done um it can be things like work chores study but like i also said that like um even things for like going to the gym gives me that feeling of achievement um so it can be anything that makes you feel like you've achieved something essentially uh, connection is a nice one it is just about connecting with people whether that be uh, friends family community whatever that looks like to you but it's having that connection and then enjoyment so play fun pleasure anything that makes you feel really good and there's kind of <clears throat> sorry um we can do crossovers so it might be that certain things um tick like the enjoyment box and the achievement box but it's just kind of thinking about everything that you do and thinking, is that thing achievement? Is it connection or is it enjoyment? Oh, Jen was just saying they're going to go into the strategies then, weren't you? Very yes. close. I anyway, do. it's really, really important that we look at this a little bit deeper because you'll have probably not really had the opportunity to delve deeper into this because when you are feeling stressed or you've got a low mood or you're feeling anxious, we don't often take the opportunity to pause and think about why we're feeling in the way that we're feeling because we're feeling stressed or we've got, a, you know, we're feeling low mood or we're feeling anxious. So it makes sense for us to not do. However, have a think back to those different times and we can pretty much guarantee that it's probably one of these things that's happened to you. So when you've been feeling stressed in the past, the first thing you probably did is drop anything that was anything to do with enjoyment or connection. And you was like, right, I just need to get things done. So you potentially had that level of achievement. But if you think about it from like a work perspective, when you was really, really stressed at work, it's like, right, I've not got time to see friends and family and connect with other people. And I've not got time for enjoyment. I just need to achieve. I just need to get this work done right now. But unfortunately, we're then dropping two of the three really important pillars for you absolutely thriving. When you're in a state of low mood, you often withdraw and isolate yourself from situations. And in general, you tend to do less as well. But if you're in a low mood, you probably don't take the opportunity to connect with other people. Don't take the opportunity to... I'm so sorry. ...find enjoyment. <clears throat> and you don't often find the opportunity to achieve things either. Because you're in a low mood, you don't want to do these things, you're just isolating yourself from everything. And then when we're feeling anxious, we tend to drop um, the connection side of things. And we often try to avoid people and or places that make you feel anxious. So that could be like the gym, it could be a work-related thing, it could be a family member. So we know straight away that we're reducing connection and enjoyment, um, and you may just focus on the achievement side of things, or maybe you'll even drop that as well if that's the thing that's making you anxious. So. The reason that this is super important is because we know through science, through research, 
through experience of working with people and from what Amy told us on Thursday, that these are the things that will happen when we're feeling that way, which is why it's really important that we have these two ways in which we're gonna speak about in a second, that we can use this ACE strategy so that we don't just drop other things when we're feeling stressed or in a state of low mood or we're feeling anxious. Yeah, and it's really interesting to think about because ultimately, like the goal with this is that, like, imagine you've got a lovely little pie chart. It's split into three equal parts so that you're getting a nice balance of achievement, connection, and enjoyment in your life. And there's not one predominantly taking over. Like, that is our goal with this. So, we can be really proactive with that. Um, so, we can use the ACE strategy to think about planning our days and weeks and thinking about have I got a nice even dispersion of achievement connection and enjoyment in each day and in each week because if we can plan it in then we know that actually we are going to be hitting all of those things and that's going to allow us to feel really great it's going to allow us to manage our mood and when we can manage our mood those food decisions become easier the ability to move becomes easier like all the things that we want to achieve when we're feeling great are so much easier. 100%. And remember when we say balance, and Jen used a great example of a pie chart, trying to find balance between all three. That's not a time-related thing. We know that you're probably not going to be able to split your time evenly between achievement, connection, and enjoyment. It's more about actually gaining achievement, connection, and enjoyment from things. Because ultimately, sleep's going to take up six to eight hours a day. Work's going to take up eight hours a day. There's 16 gone already. We know that you're not then going to go and do eight hours of connection. Like We know that that's not how it's going to work, but it's more about how can you split these tasks evenly so that you're getting them, which is why it's really important to proactively plan. However... Oh, just one thing to add before you move on. No, no. I just want to emphasise again that like certain things might tick multiple categories as well. That is a very, very good point, a very good point, because like Jen said before, so like, for example, if you go to a class at the gym, you're going to achieve something, you're going to connect with other people and you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. So you get all three just from going to a class at the gym. How incredible is that? as Jen said, you can proactively plan it in, but you can also use it reflectively as well. Oh. Reactively as well. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can use it reflectively. Is yeah, I suppose. Word? I don't know if it's a word. You can use it reactively and you can use it to reflect on your day. So at the end of the day, you can probably do this at the end of the week as well, the end of the month, the end of the word year. Word of the podcast. But you can do it uh, reactively by at the end of the day, just writing down absolutely everything you've done that day from start to finish, from the second you woke up to the moment you're writing things down right now. You can write down literally everything that you've done. This is a nice little win anyway, because it makes you realise just how much you've done that day. Mm -hmm. However, once you've written everything down, you then go through absolutely everything and say, okay, what category does this fit into? And as Jen just rightly said, some of the things are going to be more than one. Some of them might even be all three, which is absolutely fantastic. And that's like the golden uh, ticket, isn't it? That's the the great thing. I got the golden ticket. And the goal here is to look back at your day and then go, okay, what's been the predominant thing in my day? I'll have a found balance. And a great way to do this is actually to grab three different colored highlighter pens, have one color for achievement, one for connection, one for enjoyment, so that you can literally look down and visually see it. And if you, for example, have red as achievement and your page is just covered in red yeah what red highlighter have you got i've not got any highlighters jen why do you think i've got highlighters (laughs) (laughs) and you can predominantly see the color blue that you've used for achievement because you've got a blue highlighter not a red one because that would be silly so you've got a blue highlighter for achievement and you can predominantly see blue yes you've achieved a lot that day but if there's no connection no enjoyment or there's one thing you can quite clearly see reflectively is it a word it is a word. Fantastic. You can see that reflectively that that day was predominantly achievement based and wasn't connection and enjoyment based. You can then go back to the previous thing that Jen just said proactively and think, okay, well, what do I need to plan in tomorrow so I can gain more connection and more enjoyment? And it works for all three. 
Because there are going to be days where you have more enjoyment than there are achievement. And we want balance. We're not looking to heavily dive into one of these three areas. We're trying to balance all the three of them, which is why it's incredibly difficult, but why it's incredibly important so that we can reduce stress, reduce low mood, reduce anxiety, achieve more, feel connected to others and enjoy your day. Yeah. Well, that was a great point to make, Jen. Thanks for that. <laughs> I was just writing something down. Cheers for, cheers for your involvement. It was for part of the podcast. I oh. wasn't like going off and doing my own business. That's all right. I was just making a prediction. Um, the answer that I'm going to give to the on the spot question. Partly so, yes. Okay, doke. Well, we're ready if you want to dive into that. Are we? We are. Are we ready? We are. Don't say that too late, Reggie. You'll think that something's happening. There is. On the spot question. Yeah, I can hear him grumbling as well, so let's be quick. I'll try and answer really fast. Oh, he was just sick. 74. He was just sick three times. Might not be the right answer, but it was fast. (laughs) Go on. He was sick (gasps) three times. I was trying to have a serious conversation there. Why would you do such a thing? We're recording the podcast. (laughs) Why would you try and have a serious conversation now? Well. Silly time to have a serious conversation. Here we go, Phil. Ready? Yes. Big question. Is that it? No. Oh, good. What's the hardest thing you've ever done and why? Um, hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, I need to answer quicker, donor. Yes. Um. That is correct. Um, not overanalyze everything I say in a social situation. Because <laughs> I've never. Have you achieved that yet? No. <laughs> never once. <laughs> we probably should joke about that. It's me joking about me overanalyzing yes. myself in social situations. I will joke about that if I like. To. I will joke about yes. that if I want, uh, like. Hardest thing I've ever done. Um, I mean, it depends. When Do you mean physically, mentally, or just does it not matter? I don't think I was that specific. Okay, Physic- not physically, but mentally, the most difficult thing I've ever done is a job that I had about a long time ago where I was a picker in a warehouse where my job was to go and get items and put them in a trolley and take them to so they could pack them. It wasn't physically demanding. It was the most mind-numbing mm, 10 to 12 hours of my day that I've ever had in my entire life. I did that back-to-back with a job at a bar, which was really, really fun. However, the problem I had was um, I used to work like double shifts. So I'd work like 10 to 12 hours at the warehouse. And then I'd get the bus to Wigan and then do about six to eight hours in the um, bar. And then I'd go back home, have like an hour's sleep if I could, then go back to the warehouse again. And this is why Phil coaches busy people who don't take time for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) One Christmas, I did that. I I can never remember if it was four or five shifts back to back. But because it was Christmas and there's like, you know when it hits that point of Christmas, like after like the... Let's just say the 18th of December because we're getting married that day. But you know after that day where like none of the days make sense, you don't know what day it is. So there was that time period where obviously because I worked in a warehouse and everything was like distribution, so like sending out parcels and packages and stuff like that, there was a lot going on because everybody wanted a parcel, a present for Christmas. And I was also working in a bar and as we know, social events at Christmas are mad. So I, at one point, didn't know what days it was. So day one, I woke up, worked at the warehouse from, I think it was six till six I did. And then I got the bus into Wigan, got changed and did like eight till three in the morning, two or three in the morning, got home, um, had like an hour's sleep, got changed, went back to the warehouse, did six till six, then got the bus into Wigan, did eight till two or three in the morning and then went back 
I don't think I went back to the warehouse six till six. I think I had a slightly short shift. I think it was like six till two or something. So I got to go home again and have like a three or four hour sleep before going back to the bar and working overnight. And then I've got to have a proper sleep after that night. It makes me feel sick when you talk about that. It was honestly, I don't think I've ever, I don't know what I was running on because like, I, it was a horrendous period of time. Like horrendous. It was so bad. I was, it was weird as well. I didn't feel tired. I just felt like I had nothing to give at all. Like I had zero to give back. Like wow. that last shift was like, I didn't have the physical capabilities of like, and the thing is as well, when you're working behind a bar, or at least me anyway, I wanted to be like enjoying it and bouncing around and having fun. And by that last shift, I was just like, I can't see. I don't know what drink you want, but I hope this is the right one. I hope I charge. <laughs> was pay. that the shift where instead of giving people shots of alcohol, you gave them shots of lime juice? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't, but that was an experience as well. In my defense, Without right, realising. In my defense, it said the name of the shot on the side of the bottle. So I was like, oh, there must be alcohol in this. Let's give out lime juice all night. <laughs> Still funny. Everyone's like, oh, that's a strong one. You've shocked me, Phil, because look what I brought. Um... Hardest thing you've ever done and why? Prediction. You're going to make this funny. <laughs> I thought you were just going to give a jokey answer. I'm really shocked that you give an actual serious answer. What, do you think I was going to say, like, being with you or something yeah. like that? Yeah. I thought you were going to just not answer it properly. No, that's. I think that's genuinely probably one of the most challenging times of my life. There was also I'm the genuinely was why you do this job. Yeah. Because mm. you spent a lot of time of your life doing stuff like that. Yeah, and too feeling much. pretty rubbish. Yeah, I had that job on the farm in Oz as well. I don't know where I did like yeah. 12 to 14 hours a day. And at the gym. I, wa- I watched that one firsthand. Yeah, that was absolutely When you first started out. That was silly. That was like 4am to like 11pm, wasn't it? It was insane. That was just silly. I felt so sorry for you that I was coming and yeah, picking Jen, you up from Jen the gym in Manchester. Yeah, to Manchester and I'd pick you up. I'm like, why? Like, That's a weird idea. Because like, you get more sleep if I pick you up. <laughs> you did because the bus used to pick me up at 20 past 10, was it? No. I hope people heard your stomach on that podcast then. I need some food. <laughs> that was so loud. Apologies. Go back and try and listen to that because I reckon that's got picked up. And probably not as much as it picked up your coughing and sneezing for the last Sorry. 10 minutes. Um, I had a little tickle. You did. But yeah. I can't say frog was... in the throat now, can I? Because I found out that that's minging. Yeah, it's disgusting, Jen. Stop saying it. I thought it meant I had a little tickle in my throat, not phlegmy throat. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. So, Honestly. for anyone who's a long time podcast listener, if you've heard me say that phrase before, I completely misinterpreted it and thought it just meant I had a little tickle in my throat. Mm. Turns out it means phlegmy throat. So, that's gross. Correct. And I've told you this before in the past. I just don't think you took me on. I think you just decided I was wrong. I often don't listen to you, so it sounds about right. What? <laughs> Right, thank you very much for tuning in. Hopefully the ACE strategy is something that you have already been thinking about ways in which you can start to apply it. Hopefully you've, you might have even thought about like, have I done anything today for connection? You've just ticked off enjoyment. Why are they doing something else whilst listening to us? <laughs> and you've achieved something. You've listened and you've connected because you're chatting to us. So basically we just need a podcast every day and you'll smash life. Yeah. Should we bring that seven of these a week? Seven podcasts a week. No, I, I think can't think could... of that much of it to talk about. We don't need to. What, just this. have a chat? Just waffle. <laughs> I think we could write if you'd like us to just bring out a chatting podcast <laughs> all those in favour of seven episodes a week say aye aye <laughs> right, one more do I need more than that it's too many right honestly thank you very much for tuning in we massively appreciate it have yourself an absolutely incredible day and we'll catch up with you all next week love you bye